When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome. This is the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment as we wrap up our Friday show heading into the holiday weekend. And we're looking forward to it as much as anybody else. That's is. right. We got best of happening on Monday. On Monday, so yeah, yay. That's right. yay, yay. Okay. A um, couple things that uh, Donnie posted for us on the Low J Show page: the hundred best red carpet moments of 2017. Nice. Need to idly throw scrolls through, through fashion. Some pretty pictures. The mm-hmm. trailer for the Overboard remake starring Anna Faris, which is the gender switching. Right. So it's been 30 years since Goldie Hawn was the pampered heiress tormenting the carpenter Kurt Russell, and then she got amnesia. Remember? I loved, oh, yeah, I loved right. Overboard. Mm-hmm. Now this director has flipped the gender role, right. and this guy named Eugenio Derbez is the spoiled playboy, and Anna Ferris is the put upon single mom who's hired to clean his yacht. Mm-hmm. Love it. So that's like the Kurt Russell role. The yeah, Kurt Russell. it's just a, okay. it's a complete flip. And I then see. Ava Longoria's in this. It comes out on April 20th over at D-Listed. They think that Overboard needs an SOS because it looks like a disaster. Oh and they even envision two studio executives talking to each other. What's a great movie that everybody loves? I'd like to try and ruin it for them. <laughs> the other executives. That's like perfect. The other exec says, I heard my wife say that Overboard is one of her all-time favorites. I've never seen it myself it's got goldie and kurt in their prime okay we can work with this who can we afford oh good lord it goes from there but um did you watch the trailer yes i did it still kind of looked cute to me because i love the concept of um, a snobby person having amnesia and coming back as a mere peasant yeah okay i kind of like that all right mm-hmm. i don't know i i'm did we need it is the question. Well, it doesn't matter. Doesn't I mean, matter. if, you know, they've I'll remade wait. so many yeah, movies. I'll wait and see what the critics say right. about it. You know, it's... We were, I want Anna Ferris to have a good movie. Who? Anna Ferris. I'm this rooting for This is the her. movie she met the guy that she basically, uh, her marriage broke up over between that and the drinking. The lighting guy. All right, fine. I'm just saying. All right, fine. <laughs> and sometimes when movies are bad, people get into more trouble on the sets of their movies. Not always, but I'm thinking of Julia Roberts on The Mexican. That wasn't that great of a movie Mm-mm. with Brad Pitt and James Gandolfini. The, the and that's when there. she met her Just, photographer, cameraman, who was married you to... You already know the movie isn't going to be any Vivica. good, so you might as well have a good love affair. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. You know, the cabins. Yeah, the, the cabins, the campers, the, the, the RVs. Mm-hmm. The VIP campers. I mean, look what's happened to Daniel Day-Lewis. 
Okay. We never even knew this. We just heard after Phantom Thread, that's my last movie. Now we're getting in-depth interviews, and it's really this making this, this movie, movie made him so sad. He's leaving the movie business. Right. Boy, he's method. Well, he's so method, and it took him two years to research and write in what Anderson says was a collaborative effort. Who's because Anderson? the director is Paul Thomas Anderson. And... Um, Oh, he did Lord. Boogie Nights, yes. Cindy, and he Magnolia. did Punch Drunk Love, and they had worked to get, together before There Will Be Blood. So, oh, God, um, I hated that movie. They are just saying that Daniel Day-Lewis is known for his meticulous preparation. I mean, remember him in Lincoln? He basically yep. was Lincoln. Mm-hmm. He threw himself into this project, and he plays a designer in the 50s in the UK. He studied for months with designer, making a couture dress himself. A Balenciaga. Yes. and um, Please give us the name of his the, the character he plays. Because it's a real-life guy. Yeah, it is a real-life guy. His name is... Um, Reynolds... Woodcock. Yes, it is. Oh, and here's yeah. here's what the movie's about is amid the glamour of London in the fifties, renowned dressmakers maker Reynold Woodcock and his sister Cyril dress members of the royal family, film stars, heiress, socialites, debutantes, da 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 da. Okay. Women come and go through Woodcock's life, providing the confirmed bachelor with inspiration and companionship until he comes across Alma, a strong willed young woman who soon becomes a fixture. In his life as his muse and lover, once controlled and planned, he finds his carefully tailored life just completely disrupted by this woman. Her Alma. sinister ways? Something. We don't even know. Oh. But it was the making of this that he had an interview with W Magazine. Um, this is, I don't know, a couple. It was last spring. I, no, this one was recent. Yeah, recent. it was just last month. But he shocked the world in June, announcing why he was going to retire. And he said, um, before making the film, I didn't know I was going to stop acting. I do know that Paul, the director, they're friends, and I laughed a lot before we made the movie. And then we stopped laughing because we were both overwhelmed by a sense of sadness. That sadness has stayed with him, he said. That happened during the telling of the story, and I really don't know why. And then they go on to say that... That's weird. It's so weird. It's so weird that this movie made him so sad. But in looking back in at this article in W, the guy who directed him, Jim Sheridan, was the director of Mila Foot, which yes. was so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, Daniel Day-Lewis is the only man to have won three lead actor. Oscars. Oscars, yeah. And two other, this guy, um, Jim Sheridan, had directed him in two other films. Mm-hmm. And he remarked that Daniel hates acting. But after a break, he would seduce him by a new character, get him back in with a compelling story. And he was an exciting director. And it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he just thinks that in The Phantom Thread, when I started... I had no curiosity about the fashion world. This is Daniel Day-Lewis speaking. Okay. I didn't want to be drawn into it. Even now, fashion itself doesn't really interest me. In the beginning, we didn't know what profession the protagonist would even have. We chose fashion and then realized what the hell have we let ourselves into. And then the fashion world got its hook into me. So he became obsessed in the film, blah, 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 blah. But he just said he's sad. This is weird. I know. Mm-hmm. He said there are spells in these films that you can't account for. 
Paul and I spoke a lot about curses, the idea of a curse on a family. And but what, is this based on a true story? It It's based on, I think it's based on a true story, Lori. This manic did exist, didn't he? Yes. No, I don't know that right. he did. I feel like no. Reynolds Woodcock is a made-up name, a joke name that's oh. stuck. Hmm. Um, and I think that... Well, here's what it... Fandom, all right. Because that is like a good juvenile wiener joke. Reynolds Woodcock. You know, can't you just see somebody mm-hmm. coming up with that? I, I don't know that it's a is a, a, a real person, but me, I don't know. I guess it's a historical drama, so it's based yeah. on yeah. So, based on the couture. No, it's true because this guy once sewed into Prince Charles something into his suit, like he would sew in curse words and something into suits. I read that somewhere today. All right. Um, Hmm. Hmm. It's the fictional designer, Reynolds Woodcock. That is a made-up name. That is a made-up name, and those two silly wabbits, Paul Thomas Anderson... They fashion. No, but they wanted to have a juvenile wiener joke for this guy's name. And so, but the... Maybe this... So the story is... The historical drama is like more the dressmaking and the times, but the person in the House of Woodcock, that's not a real person. Yeah, it's inspired by 1950s courtiers in England. Yes, just sort of by all the people that did the designing and all of that kind of stuff. Because Paul Thomas Anderson, he wanted to make a classic Gothic romance like Rebecca or Gaslight and Vertigo. So... That's and why they, they used that they, setting, and then they, they came up fashion. with this name, and and so that is a really that's like my, um, you know, my friend her out of town name Babs Babcock, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> Heidi Boo Bitch, <laughs> 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 you know, what's yours, Natasha Likmia, Natasha Likmia, and then um, mine was Boris Anidole. Yeah, there you go. And the other one I'll say is Nadia Rentia, but I use another mm-hmm. word. Boots yeah. Malone. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of them. But anyway. it's weird that this movie just has made him... But like this guy, Jim, this actor, this director that's worked with him, he says he just... He's obsessively he, involved because even here from this W magazine, Paul Thomas Anderson told W, everything in the house of Woodcock, this guy's salon, because that's where women, you would go to the salon, just like people today who buy a haute couture, they go to the house of Chanel and get fitted. Uh, It was so particular, the chairs, the silverware, teacups, you have to involve Daniel in every aspect. There wasn't a piece of furniture or wall covering that that hadn't been approved by him. That would drive you crazy. So... He has shocked the world. Sixty. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. He seems like he would be the kind of person who would stick with it. I think so. That's why I think everyone was shocked. Because but it's such, kind of a shame because I think of all the great performances M- Michael Caine has given as he's gotten older. Christopher Plummer, even Gene Hackman. I know Gene doesn't act anymore because I, I think of health things. But Jack Nicholson. I mean, I like to I like see older what actors. older people are so going to do, do. And he's only sixty. That's young. Anyway, maybe in five years he'll be sick of goat herding and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, fish netting mm-hmm. for his supper. And, and weaving with, you know, <laughs> weeds. And, <laughs> remember that movie, The Master? That yeah. Weird, yeah he, that's another one of Paul Anderson's movies. Oh, I never saw that with Joaquin Phoenix. Don't, don't bother. Yeah, based on, um, yeah. he's he's 50-50. And by the way, 
Amber Heard and Elon Musk are reunited and they shared a steamy smooch in Los Angeles and he's trying to maybe buy Twitter. Jeez, he's rich. Yeah, he really is. Jeez, he's rich. They just can't see each other that much, but when they see each other, they see each other. You know what I mean? That's a good way to see someone. All right. To really see him. When we come back, (laughs) it's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello. Merry almost Christmas. I know. We, to you. We, we did not expect to have you here today. I don't know why. Of course I'm here. I've got to ride out the last Friday Dirt Alert where the celebrities barely give me anything. But, you know, I've That's got a right. few little tidbits for you. All right. Uh, Princess Michael, she gave us a little controversy today. Yes, she did. Oh, Apologizing. She yeah. Well, actually, you know, we knew this happened on uh, Wednesday. On Wednesday. On Wednesday night. But uh, Lady gossip up in Canada picked it up and then everyone else everybody ran else with ran it. with it when they realized what she did it was a big story today yeah you're right it was making all of the American headlines today this has to do with Princess Michael of Kent so Princess Michael of Kent is married to Prince Michael of Kent who is Queen Elizabeth's first cousin she was part of the big group of extended royal family that were all at the Queen's Christmas luncheon on Wednesday and she wore this brooch that uh, is being called racist and offensive. And Princess Michael now saying she is very sorry Lori, and distressed that it has caused offense. Lori is over here playing. She's doing Snapchat. I'm listening. And, no, Lori. she isn't. She's I'm listening and Snapchatting. Camera, and every time she hits it, a new music. Oh a new music thing comes come up. up. Have you seen the cute new Snapchat? No, I haven't even downloaded Snapchat. I haven't Listen, either. I can't even do it. It's too much for me to handle. But All right, you do have really two small children. There's I know. No, I don't know what Julia's excuse is. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a I'll lot of TV to watch. Okay. Okay. So, of course, people were crying out about about this brooch that she was brooch. wearing. Brooch. Brooch. It's Isn't it a brooch? Oh, whatever. I it is, it's yes. a brooch. It's 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 racist. <laughs> yes. It's it's, uh, it's blackamoor, which is a yeah. style of artwork dating back from the 18th century. It's found in sculpture. It's found in jewelry. It's found in textiles. Black men and women are often depicted as slaves in it. It'd be it like is wearing, It's horrible. It'd be yes. like wearing an Aunt Jemima brooch. Yes. It's terrible. Okay. 100%. Yeah. That's what it would be. And, and she, she knew what she was doing. 100%. Yes. She wore it to this luncheon. Meghan Markle, this is the first time that she's going to be introduced to the extended royal family. She's engaged to Prince Harry. And Meghan Markle is biracial. Her mother is black. Her father is white. And it was seen as a just disgusting, offensive gesture. Well, she is a racist. She yes. has said many things in the past, but this was on her overcoat. So she did not meet Meghan in this. She deliberately wanted to be photographed with it on... Causing a controversy. Causing a thing, making her statement that way. And when she got to the door, of course, they took her. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Code and she no longer had the brooch on. Well, and the story is that she is going to be retiring that piece of jewelry. Well, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth said she will never give her any more gold bullion if she keeps doing that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That <laughs> and was she not lives good. Right, they live right around the corner on Kensington Palace grounds. Right around, they're in apartment 10. Boy, what a bummer. It was really called out on Twitter a ton, yeah. too. I mean, people just lost their minds saying mm-hmm. that this woman is an embarrassment to the royal family and uh, people did not like it. You know, Princess Michael, I hope you learned a lesson. She's also, her nickname, though, is Princess Pushy. Yeah, very So nice. that can be a nice code name. If you have any, like, racist, offensive no, relative. That's too nice. That sounds like a sweet doll. And if you'll remember, <laughs> Meghan Markle's stepsister or half-sister push- is writing a book about Princess Pushy. So she probably got this from her. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Adventures of Princess Pushy. And she got it from... Well, I'm just saying, I don't Funny. know if it's original, if this is what she's been called across the pond, but this uh, Princess Michael of Kent, she's been getting in trouble for years on and off. Many things, mm-hmm. many inappropriate things. So we uh, we love you, Meghan she's Markle. She's one of the vampires of the Windsor family, Yeah, Julia, that Meghan yes. Markle is uh, probably, you know, making nervous. Yeah, I'm sure. You're right. Well... That's good. They should be nervous. Uh, Elizabeth Vargas is going to leave ABC News in 2020 in May. What after do you, what do you think? Your take on that? What do you think of this? I don't know. It's interesting. She wrote a memo. She said, I'll be leaving ABC News at the end of its uh, 2020's historic 40th season. Uh, she's been part of it for 14 years. But she had to tell the news early at leak to like page six. Yeah, it's a little odd. You know, she has opened up about her struggle with alcoholism. Yeah. She talked about this in 2014. She went back to rehab. She's gone a couple of times. Um, ABC News's president said that the exit was Vargas's choice in order to pursue n- new ventures. I feel like that means they didn't sign her contract. They didn't renew her contract is what I kind of take that to mean. I don't know. That's always what they say. And it doesn't come from her to say that when when your company says about the person leaving, they've left to go do other things. We all know the Hollywood speak on that is we didn't renew your contract. I just find it kind of interesting that, I mean, maybe she's ready for a different challenge, but yeah, you could totally be right. The Daily Mail first reported uh, Elizabeth Vargas's exit, so it was leaked, and then they wrote this gushing memo to everybody about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, her contract was up, and they did not, because otherwise she would have... She has a great gig. She so has a great I, yeah, She gig. has a great gig, so it's kind of surprising that she wouldn't want to stay there. But if they don't want to sign your contract, you're in the business that we're in, are you not? Don't you have a contract? We've got a couple of them. Sometimes they're like, huh. Yep. Totally. It hasn't happened to Julie and I yet, but we know it will. Someday they will (laughs) say, your services are no longer needed. We've appreciated your time here. And they'll too say here, oh, those girls just wanted to go pursue other opportunities. (laughs) And everyone will know what it is. In the pasture. What really happened. letting them go in the pasture. Yes. Okay, we love Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. I think they are the cutest couple uh, that you can possibly find. Here's another little Instagram evidence. It was pretty funny. Blake Lively Instagrammed out a photo of just 
horrible looking Pinterest fail-esque Christmas cookies. And uh, she tagged her husband, Ryan Reynolds, and said, Ryan Reynolds made some Christmas cookies. And then the emoji with the big wide eyes. And then she just wrote dot, dot, dot. He's very handsome, though. (laughs) And he wrote back, I wanted to be the first person to bake Christmas cookies using only a hammer. I mean, they're like burned and that's, a decorating that's mess. Funny. I know they're cute. It's just like cute holiday fun. Yep. Okay, what do you guys think about this one? Kim Kardashian. Uh, apparently, this is a story from the Daily Mail today, urging Kylie to announce her pregnancy. So we know that Chloe's pregnant. We know that Kylie's pregnant. Kylie hasn't like officially, you know, come out with some sort of production photo shoot yet. And the story is that Kim wants Kylie to announce it so that it doesn't overshadow the arrival of her baby when her surrogate gives birth. Oh, for crying out The third child via surrogate is expected for Kim Kardashian and Kanye West in January. And Kylie has refused to comment on any speculation since it's been reported that she's expecting her first child with her boyfriend, Travis Scott. And the story is that she wants to do this over-the-top glamorous photo shoot with Travis Scott to announce their baby news. But he's been traveling and uh, he's been out on tour. And so they haven't been able to do it. But Kim is getting nervous that she's going to make this announcement too close to the time that baby number. Number three is born. So there's rich people problem and then there's Kardashian people problem. <laughs> that That's is the situation. Uh, true. And then there's royal people problems. Oh my gosh. So many problems. Oh. Think about those things when you've got your own family problems at your oh holiday gatherings. <laughs> Happy holidays. Same to you. Thank Elizabeth. you so much. Have Cheers fun. to 2018. Have fun with your babies. I will. Thank you. Very cool that he mentions Minnesota and First Avenue. I know. It's a star in First Avenue. I love it. Which really makes me upset that Macklemore and Kesha on the Macklemore and Kesha tour are not coming and playing at First Avenue this summer. I know they're playing outside, but they got... All kinds of outside places that they could play here. Absolutely, like TCF Bank yeah. Stadium. We would love it there. Or even CHS Stadium. Which if they would couldn't, be so much that fun. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh, Lori, that's such a great idea. No, Boom. I know. That that is that is disappointing when you hear him talk about how much he loves. Yeah, Chris they Avenue. perform that on some show, and then you put it on my um, wonderful CD. I did. Julia is like just a, such a good DJ. I mean, I did. I haven't even been able to go back to the Christmas one because I'm so enjoying all my Bleacher songs and lies I t- never believed or whatever that song how is. How good by is that? L A U V. Love. No, love. That's the name of the artist. That sounds like Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I mean, the lyrics him, that's are... That's John Mon... I, isn't he amazing? Amazing song. I thought it was like, is this the boss? No, then, it sounds just like him, doesn't it? And we have all told lies to ourselves. Let's be real. <laughs> we, we all some have. Some were Some were... I, I used to be the best liar to myself. Oh, my God. I could just... I could talk oh my. myself in and out of all kinds of situations. Yep. I had no... Uh, just to justify doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's what Bieber's fault. That's what his, he tells himself a lot of lies. And unfortunately, Selene is, is, is believing caught in the webs. It's right. Oh it's my true. Gosh. It's true. Okay. So I did too. Cause I, this weekend, okay. Because of the holiday falling on Sunday and Monday, not only is it good for the retailers and everything because of today and people are busy, but we have two good nights of going out. Yes, we do. There's a lot of fun things going on. And tomorrow the Vikes are playing the Packers. The shows that are out, Mm -hmm. the Como, I mean, they're really are. Tell me what we should be doing. Okay, well, just music-wise, I'll go first. Orange Whip, which is a great cover band. I would say they do like a lot of 80s and 90s and also maybe throwing a little Janis Joplin. They're at Mayslacks. 
Where which is, is northeast Minneapolis. Okay. And oh, then, I went to a wedding there once. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun. And then over on the uh, west side of town, the Narrow Saloon, which is a very fun place to go and dance, the R Factor is playing. And those guys are an amazing cover band. Some of the original members of the Rupert's Orchestra, but they do yeah, Motown. They're great. They're they, great. Motown all the way through music can now. You tell us more specifically where the Narrow Saloon is. Oh, it's right is? at, it's on, it's on the other side. It's Lake Minnetonka. Down. Lake it's, Minnetonka. It's, out that way. Yeah, yeah it's, it's out that way. way. Out that it's way, way out there. But people on it's, that side of town. So much fun. That's it a fun is. bar. Then tomorrow night, downtown uh, Minneapolis, McSterling and the Stud Brothers are playing at Bunkers. Oh, they are. That'd be super fun. And then uh, Cole Allen is playing at the Whiskey Junction, and we only have two more weekends for the whiskey. God bless its building's <laughs> heart. Who's that? Who's playing, Lauren? Cole Allen. I don't know who he is, but it'll be fun because you can play pool Is that there. tomorrow night or tomorrow tonight? Night. Tomorrow okay, night. at the Whiskey. Yeah, there is a band there tonight. I can't remember who it is. And uh, and then also tomorrow night, Sounds of Blackness are at the Fitzgerald Theater, and there are a few tickets. Left. There are there were a few things like trailer trash that are sold out, so I didn't want to tell you about I'm that. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't. So just some, some uh-huh. music. Johnny, what do you got? Got a couple of it. It's going to be cold, uh, especially coming up this weekend, so you might want to uh, cuddle up and uh, check out either of these two movies. Both of them are excellent. I've seen them both, and I think you guys have also. First one is Judy Dench as Queen Victoria in Victoria and Abdul. It is um, based, okay, on a true story about this young clerk who travels from India to participate in the Queen's big golden jubilee, and he is surprised that he finds favor with the Queen, and they form a very sweet, not romantic, anything like that, relationship. And uh, I, I thought Judy Dench, as usual, I was, love was that fabulous. Movie. Victoria and Abdul. It was really... Oh, that I saw sweet. that. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, very good. And the other one is uh, Dunkirk, which is the story uh, in the early days of World War II when hundreds of thousands of British and Allied troops were stranded on the beaches of the uh, French town of Dunkirk, and they were facing annihilation. That didn't happen, fortunately, and the story of how they got those soldiers off the beach at Dunkirk is really amazing, and that's that actually happened. They're not making anything up. That's there. a great and movie. It is, and Harry Styles is in that movie. Oh. And I thought he acquitted himself quite well. Oh, he, he acquitted job. himself. Oh, Look at you, so fancy. Well, yes, well, you know, well, it is Harry Styles after all. So, yes. Well, do, I know okay. you're going to say a Christmas Family Peterson because we Christmas love that show. Carol Peterson me, Christmas at the Ritz Carol. Theater. Also, you know, there's a lot going on. You can go see Annie. Which is such a fun play to see. It's at the Ordway and also the Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is playing at the Children's Theater. Phantom? Phantom of the Opera is playing. Um, Yes. There you go. Lots and lots of good stuff to do. (laughs) I love it when she does that. There you go. There you go. It's just going to be such a fabulous weekend. So much fun. Okay, what's next? Okay, do you well, have like I've got Santa some, pickup lines or something? I have for terrible, terrible. Well, they're always corny. bad. They're terrible. All right, I, okay. I'll write them down and we'll see if we can use them. Uh, these are just not correct to use these with the, the expectation that you could possibly be slapped in the face or just walked away from. But maybe you know someone who you kind you know them well enough that you could get away. With this line, okay, without it being harassing, okay. I mean, this comes with a caution, <laughs> PC, because of everything. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. On, right? Okay. Um, are you Christmas? Because I want to marry you. Ooh, oh, that's cute. I know. Marry you. Okay. Are you interested in seeing the North Pole? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get that one? 
Because it's really the South Pole, if you think about it. For it no. to be the North Pole, you'd have to be in a different position. Lori. Okay, you're overthinking this, Oh, Lori. really are. Oh, no, but she's going to make herself <laughs> laugh and kick and snort and pee. <laughs> Just keep doing it, Lori, because you're going to do all three there things. Go. There's a snort. Now she's going to wet herself. What else are you going to do? <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Oh, my God. There she goes. I love it when you make yourself laugh more than anyone else. Because I kind of was just getting the joke as I was telling it to myself. So it was like I was the fresh audience, if you can follow that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, dear. My mascara it's is running. all over here. Oh, yeah. Gosh. No. It really is. It's my what eyeliner. You, I'm telling you. What kind you. of eyeliner that is waterproof? What are you wearing? Oh, Julia. Oh, Probably my me. cheap Wait, elf. Another pickup line, please. <laughs> oh, Dunny, she's got mascara running down her face. She oh. needs to help herself. She's, okay. she's okay. getting on a plane tonight. She I know. So okay. Uh, let's see. Are you looking for a tree topper? Because I've been told I'm a star on top. <laughs> Clever. Sweet. Well, it's kind of dirty. Kind of dirty. Mm -hmm. Donnie, I don't want you to make any comments unless I ask you. That's what I've just decided now. Till I need a manly version. These are men using these pickup lines. But Donnie. Girl, women can use these too. I know that. These work in both directions. Anyone can say I'd like to know the last time you used a pickup line, Donnie. When was the last time you used a pickup line? Not that long ago. Just last (laughs) night. Please, last night. Just last night. All right, go ahead. Okay. And she used this one. Are you sitting on a candle? Because, sir, your booty is on fire. <laughs> and she didn't know? get up till very late this morning. <laughs> so that one worked. Okay. And Julia delivered that. <laughs> oh, my God, Lori. Because Daddy, you, sir, we don't want to hear you talk. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, same <laughs> deal. <laughs> Just sometimes it's sometimes awkward. it is. Sl- yeah. Okay, how about this one? It, how about this one? Are you tinsel? Because I want you all over my tree. That's a good one. Uh, how about, oh, what? I don't know that I can say that one. <laughs> no First one's of all, mascara no, is in my eyes no so much. One's listening, so don't worry uh, about it. Oh, my gosh. Say it. Did Just, you, all right, this is one. Did you ask Santa for a rhino this year? Because you look like you could use something horny. <laughs> can you imagine? Donnie, now you can weigh in. Can you imagine, can you imagine you weigh in? Oh, yeah, I can weigh in. Great. <laughs> That's the one you give me to weigh in on. Yeah. Okay. How about this one? Thanks. You can weigh in on this one. I'm give you a up front. But, but wait, not till after me. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> and you have to wait 10 seconds. You know we're teasing. Do you like the song Jingle Bells? Because you look like you go all the way. Oh. Uh, then, mm, I think that one. kind of telling someone you look like a slut. Because you look like a slut. I think that's what's going to happen. I know. Well, or either way, yeah. How, this one, I really, I honestly give me got, it. I can see it. You, we have to go, oh, Julia. We, we have to go. I know it's not Christmas, but come on, Santa's lap is always ready. <laughs> you don't need that's an audience. That's the your winner. Own best audience. We are. You are. Really. It's that's kind good. of. <laughs> that's good. That is a good one. Thank you, Julia. Way to end it on a high note. Thank you to all the cars that are honking right now and just saying, <laughs> "Damn it, those girls! They've just we've started to take them for granted, but they really are funny." <laughs> All right, listen. Oh, darling, we could just listen to Miley sing along. I would love it. I do. Like, is Miley on the second Christmas CD? Do you recall when you were downloading all the Christmas songs? No. You got her on your birthday CD, Lori. 
Right. She's but on her birthday. Christmas. I kind of like her no. little rowdy little Christmas songs. I like them. I heard they they're not new this year. She was oh. on an old one. Oh, I all make right. you these every year. I know they're so fresh. Well, those two were new. The sleigh ride and rocket around all right, the Christmas fine. tree were new. They didn't get included. <laughs> Jeez, I've spent so much money a dollar twenty nine at a time. <laughs> one has twenty two cuts. One is I've made three. Julia, I am so grateful. Chase Louise. I know. Okay, yeah. so favorite headline today is music related. Yes. Uh, White Christmas, Rihanna stuns in a mini skirt and matching boot at an LA holiday concert. It was a toy drive concert at a public housing project in Watts, central LA. Yeah, African. She's amazing. And just just I guess this is like her this, it's this is an annual. Maybe this might be the fifth year of this event. It's put on by um, Anthony Top Dog Tith, <laughs> Top, Top Dog, Dog Entertainment, and what did you say? Top Dog Entertainment, <laughs> and they would take any donation for you to come to the concert. Oh, how nice is that? And anyone bringing an unwrapped gift for a child got free admission. And so it was the fourth annual one. Anyway, I just love it that she just shows up and she's not engaged to the guy, the the oil yeah. billionaire. She's just having having fun and looking like a million bucks and sitting back and collecting that Fenty Beauty paycheck. <laughs> I Which want- is large. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled for her. Yeah, and and it's getting like remember our gal uh, Desiree likes the fence. Oh, I know does, she does. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, any other good headlines we need well, to decipher? Well, uh, let's. Uh, we mentioned this yesterday, but worth mentioning again. Megan Markle's seventy-five thousand dollar Ralph and Russo gown in the uh, engagement photos was privately purchased. That's right. It was privately purchased, but she did wear an eight hundred dollar Victoria Beckham cashmere sweater from the ready-to-wear collection when she was snuggled in well, Harry's I, coat, I whispering to his beard, never leave me. Every time you're going to say that. I've Donnie, done, somebody's got to have hair. everything for you. You better be the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> and don't ever leave me, you deliciously royal scruffy. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, that it's there. Seriously, hottest. For each other. This will be what everybody you will now see through those three engagement right. photos. Yeah. Everyone will do those. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. I want to get a photo of, of you me, and Casey. Yes, <laughs> doing that pose. Honest to God, and my eyes can be closed, so that will be kind of good. Why Just, is that good? You can well, really show you really off can, your. Oh, you can look younger. You can look younger with your eyes closed. And if you're not smiling, all those smile yeah. lines don't yeah, show. You, you can just look younger, and just I'll just try and get a manicure that day. Yes. And, and, and Casey, Casey's face is so flipping cute. Okay. All right. Uh, Sarah Highland. Where do we know her from again? Oh, Modern, Modern Family. Modern Family. Sarah Highland, she called out CVS for not having her prescription before the store closed. Well, listen, well this it, is a long story. Well, yeah. not, I'll do All right, it but quickly. She got a kidney um, transplant, transplant five from years her ago. dad. She was born with some kind of kidney mm-hmm. uh, thing. And anyway, she had this whole thing with CVS. She needed this antibiotic because she was having an infection. And CVS said, we'll make sure we get it to you. And if we aren't going to have it, we'll call you. Anyway, they completely screwed up. Nobody called her. Nothing happened. And she got there and the store was closed. And it's like if you treat your famous customers who you know, 
Because right. she's gone there before. Yeah. What do you do with just the regular, regular people Joe. who... Because, you know... That's it, not good. Well, yeah, but, I mean, mistakes happen. No, well, but not I, with... The, I mean, this she's is... just kind of... I mean, it's life and all... I mean, it's life and... She wasn't on, but she could have been there. you got to have... your farm. We rely on our pharmacies in a whole other way. And just because you're owned by a big business or whatever the pharmacy business is personal and one-on-one it is almost like your doctor sometimes it is is. so she was just like her point was like if you treat they know her yeah she had this whole thing so anyway all right fair enough i'm okay i'm okay it wasn't just a random yelling because you know someone gave her back the wrong change that would be really bad (laughs) (laughs) must be 34 cents oh my god that would just not be a good use real quickly here queen elizabeth and prince philip they took the trade to sandringham grim or glam no that's how they go every year we we see see it in the crown yes we see it in the crown Oh, time to sing, everybody. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, gosh. Here we go. The words are our tradition. Our tradition. Yeah. We say the same thing. Feliz Navidad.